Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. And as you know, I'm posting an episode every day for the month of October. And if you're tuning into this episode, it is now seven days until my birthday. So my birthday is October 21st. Um, But this topic, I'm going to talk about, I'm reflecting on my journey as a mother. Um, On this particular episode, uh, I want to preface with saying if this is not a topic that you are comfortable listening to uh the take that i'm going to make i advise you to not tune in um so i'll go ahead and jump right in there was a post on facebook and it resonated with me so hard that i knew this was something that a lot of mothers don't talk about and for me in the spaces that i'm in I tend to discuss it more. Um, I also teach breastfeeding, so I'm in contact with a lot of new mothers. And I have found that many mothers, um, or when we become mothers, a lot of it is by happenstance. A lot of it is not. A lot of the mothers that I've dealt with, and in my own personal experience, it's not a planned out experience. It's not, you know, from a place of, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. It's very much from a place of, I became a mom, And now I have to learn and I have to manage and I have to figure out uh, the day-to-day operations of motherhood. And so this post, it's a pretty lengthy post, um, so I'll go ahead and get started with it. Can we talk about the fact that moms get overstimulated and it's mistaken for anger? No, I'm not angry. I've heard mom, mom, mom since the minute I got home. The TV is on 88. The dryer is going. Someone's mowing the lawn. The Apple Watch is dinging nonstop. My shirt is too tight. My hair isn't uh, in a messy bun correctly. There's crumbs on the floor and I can feel it. I'm not angry. I'm overstimulated. Motherhood is exhausting. No matter what someone, no matter what, someone always needs you. Go to work. Someone needs you. Come home. Someone needs you. Go to sleep. Someone needs you. In the shower time someone needs you going to the bathroom someone needs you a child a baby an adult I'm always needed I'm not angry I'm overstimulated let me collect myself before you start to accuse me of being in a bad mood I just need a minute let me tell you something I am in the biggest realization of my life that as a mom, we're not given the same grace, the same grace that fathers are given. Um, and I never really recognized it until now I'm fully doing it on my own. It was one thing to be doing it on my own, being a single parent in a marriage. It's another thing to be a single parent and separated. And for what it's worth, being a single parent and married, I get to project. I get to put the misplaced blame you know I get to do things which those things aren't right but being a single parent separated I assume all responsibility and accountability but I had to grow to get to that place where I could do that and I find it um interesting that even using the word overstimulated a lot of us are walking around, you know, with undiagnosed autism or ADHD, especially in the black community, especially that's the only experience that I can speak to as a black girl, as a black woman. Um, and being the oldest, 
you know, the oldest sibling um, for my mom and my dad. On my mom's side, being the oldest of three, I have two younger brothers. And on my dad's side, being the oldest of five, I have um, two sisters and two brothers on that side. And so we don't talk enough about the level of overstimulation that happens as a mom. I remember breastfeeding my second child and my daughter was like playing in my hair and me being like, I just need a break from all of this. And, you know, taking the baby off the breast, he's crying, telling my daughter, can you please just back up and leave me alone? And I remember feeling so bad for doing that to both of them. And it was, I did not really understand, you know, even now that I'm in therapy, I have a better understanding of things that I can do to manage my emotions. And the young lady who wrote this post, um, you know, I, I pray that she finds, you know, peace. Because the thing is, being overstimulated, let me tell you something, and then the child wants to touch you all of the time. Especially when you didn't grow up. For me, I didn't grow up um, in a very much of a huggy type of family or, you know, uh, being touched or you know, in that type of way. And so for my kids, it's like they always want hugs. They always want cuddles. And then there's some days I'm just like, please, nobody touch me. My skin feels like it's falling off. Nobody touch me. And yet and still, you know, it's all so too about, as moms, I don't know where the idea came from that we're not supposed to have boundaries with our children. But if I'm enjoying something, a snack or something that I really like, I don't anticipate sharing that with my children because it is mine. Just as the same I teach them, they don't have to share. You can consider that some things are yours and they're yours. And you can consider some things that, that belong to that person is that person's. And you cannot feel bad that they don't want to share with you. And so this idea that you have to share um, creates a lack of boundaries. Um, and I found that for myself, being the oldest and always being taught, oh, you're older, you have to share. But while the youngest never has to share, it's so unfair. And so you become a mom and you carry over some of those innate traits or those innate morals or characteristics or whatever, you know, into motherhood. And you realize um, you don't get to create those healthy boundaries with your children. And so for the lack of boundaries is where comes in you know feeling overstimulated um imagine a mom you know i've had moms where it's like not that they didn't want to breastfeed their children because that's the the community that i work with um more so with mothers not that they didn't want to breastfeed their children but they first have to address this need this feeling for feeling this feeling of over being over overstimulated and so when they feel overstimulated you know, that's when I'm like, hey, maybe you just want to pump and give the baby a bottle and things like that. And we don't talk about it enough. Again, it's because a lot of us became mothers, not out of a planned will to want to be a mother. I mean, going back to I could think my daughter's 12. So even now when she says she doesn't want to have kids, I never tell her you'll change your mind. That's your right. It's your body. You know, um, for me, I remember being um I think I was like maybe 11 or 12. I had to have an ultrasound done and um, something about some cysts on my ovaries. And, you know, they kind of made mention of some things and um, that I won't be able to have children. I was like, oh, I'm fine with that. At 12, 13 years old, yeah, I was like, I'm fine with that. 
and I remember like I think she was like a nurse or somebody and she was like oh but you you're so young you might change your mind not knowing that at 12 at 13 14 years old I was taking care of a little brother or even going back to that um, taking care of my younger brother which him and I are like a year and nine months apart and I saw what that was like for my mom and I saw what that was like for me and I was like my mom really didn't have time for us in the way that I have time for my children and but let's back up my 14 year old mind was like my mom don't even have time for us and I don't ever want to do that to children I want to just enjoy my life and not saying that I don't enjoy my life now but let's be honest, most of us, when we say, you know, having a child by happenstance and it's not planned, I don't know any people that, um, I know people who, you know, maybe their second or their third child is more planned out. But that first child is not a mistake, none the least, but it is very much, um, it just happened. And, I, you know, we know how it happens, but it's like, now you mentally, emotionally, physically spiritually have to be prepared for everything that comes with that and I wrote a post on Facebook and I was like being a mom is so hard and it was really uh, a social experiment to see what the comments were going to be like but I wrote being a mom is so hard especially when you don't have a point of reference and not to knock the people that were in the comments but people were commenting you know lead with your heart um People were also commenting, you know, um, going through motherhood makes you stronger. And um, only one person commented something, and, and the comment was to the nature of, I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels this way. And what I really was hoping to happen in the comments, that a topic, a conversation would open up where more mothers would admit they feel that way. But the problem is society makes us feel feel like as a mother, we can't admit that we feel that way because then now we're considered a bad mom. When essentially all of us are bad moms in some way. And I'm always uh, reminded of that movie, Bad Mom. I think I'm all of the moms in that movie. Um, because while it's a comic, a comedy, uh, it's a comic relief on how motherhood is hard and there's different types of moms and different levels of moms. But as moms, we just need to stop mom shaming or, you know, looking at one mom's journey and calling it bad. When essentially we all have done something or said something on this mom journey that could be deemed bad, but we're all learning. And many of us don't have, as a black girl living this experience, there was no point of reference, you know, as someone who in her 30s just getting to know her maternal grandmother um as someone who my mom is telling me she's learning from me you know I don't have any point of reference anything that I can go back and say yeah my mom told me that and that's you know, I don't have that and so for me that's the unfortunate series of events to, that plays into how I mother because it is really trial and error you know to say hey I'm my first thought is never I'm going through something with my children. Let me call my mom. That's never my first thought. And there's some people that I do know that is their first thought. They can call their mom and ask, hey, what do you think about this? But the vast majority of the people I know, their mom is not the first point of reference of motherhood. They're the first point of reference. They're the blueprint. And so 
while motherhood is not easy, um, it definitely is something psychologically that needs to be uh, more a conversation. There needs to be more of a conversation amongst the black community about motherhood because for whatever reason it's designed social it's socially designed that moms are not to really say how they feel they can't say they're tired they can't say i need a break they like why why here i am in the midst of a you know separation and i've told my mom hey i need a break i tell my children sometimes i need a break so what i do is i design it in a way where i can take a break um and what that looks like is Picking them up from cooking dinner before they get out of school, having it already plated and everything, having their snacks and everything, creating some sense of independence for them while I take a nap. You know, um, I had to create that for myself, for my peace, for my sanity, because one thing they have come to realize is that those power naps that I take, I'm better for them in the long run. That one hour nap might have given me the strength to carry on the rest of the week but here I am you know um as a mom that oh yeah I can't if I don't have make time to rest then I'm burnt out as a mom and now I'm I'm irate I'm emotional I'm overstimulated so yeah sometimes getting that peace and you know finding a way to remove yourself from the situation so that you can come back a little bit stronger um really does work and that's what I found that works for me so if something was said on this episode that resonated with you I encourage you to share it with at least one person remember you can tune into black girl say something every day for the month of October and I ask you as a birthday gift to me that you hit that support link because when you hit that support link and you make a contribution your support does aid in future production of the podcast you can tune in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Anchor FM, Amazon Music, and Podvine. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you follow us on TikTok. Thank you for listening.